The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position of Owen TV's management, staff, or board of directors. Hello and welcome to About Town. I'm your host, Sarah Luxinger, and today we have Police Chief Rossman here with us today. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. So, um, first things first, did you grow up in Lake Orion? I did. In the village? Uh, Well, Orion Township. Okay. Um, That was 1964. All right. 1964, my parents had a home at the corner of Silver Bell and Giddings, Mm -hmm. right across from the airport. Okay. Which is now GM. And then they moved over to Pine Tree and had a house built. And went through Orion schools, went to Weber, went to Pine Tree when it was built uh, for in third grade. And then uh, where Walden Middle School was, it used to be Junior High West. Okay. It was a Charger then, a West Charger. And then uh, went to the uh, high school, and that's the small building in front of the what I call the Taj Mahal in the back. <laughs> So Lake Orion, born, bred, and raised. Okay. So uh, what happened after high school? Well, after high school, I immediately got into Oakland Community College. Okay. And then ended up getting my associate's degree in criminal justice. All right. And then you joined the police force? Yes. Uh, So what made you decide to go into the police force? Well, it started when I was probably in my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, we were covered by the Oakland County Sheriff's Department in the township. And they would once in a while sit and do radar on our street looking for speeders. And we'd ride up there with our bikes and kind of watch them do their, you know, their, their job. And, of course, when they were going after a speeder, we got all excited. Cool. You know, and they had their lights on and. And once in a while, the siren, woo-woo, you know, and and uh, we'd watch them pull them, you know, people over. And and I, I thought that was kind of, looked like a cool job. Yeah. I remember um, in high school, our senior year, we took a government class. And then uh, one of the requirements, you could choose like three options, and one was a ride-along. And I signed up for that, and I got the canine unit. And... Uh, I, it's really cool, and I'm a big dog person. I mean, I have three. I probably have 250 pounds of dog at home. But, um, oh, you were not allowed to get close to the dog. He's, the police officer is telling me all these rules. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get in the car and sit, and I'm not going to move or do anything. But it was very cool, and we did actually end up pulling somebody over for speeding, and I, and I didn't know who it was because they went to my high school. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, all right, so where did you uh, – what police academy did you go to? Home, uh, the Macomb Police Academy. Okay. And then after that, what? where did you start? Well, I started with Lake Orion when I was right about 21, well, actually 22 years old. Um, I started with the Lake Orion Police Reserve Program. Okay. So what I did was uh, Jim Leach, our, our former chief, um, hired me in as a police reservist, which is a non-paid position. And um, I did that for about five years. Now, were you doing something else at the time? Not in law enforcement. Okay. I was doing loss prevention. Okay. Like Montgomery Wards and... Gotcha. Uh, Main Street Department Store. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And then you did this on... Because this was your passion. Yes, it was... It. What was cool about the reserve program was we were a, either a ride-along mm-hmm. on a Friday, Saturday uh, night, and... The other thing, we would walk foot patrol downtown. Uh-huh. So it gave me an idea whether or not this is what I want to do. Gotcha. Well, that's that's a luxury a lot of people don't have, so that's great. Well, and you kind of made full circle. You came back, and now you're the police chief here. Yeah. Actually, I, I moved up um, probably pretty quick. Um, I, you know, I was promoted to, well, actually, Jim Leach, um, my chief uh, asked if I wanted to go to the police academy in 1992. Mm-hmm. And I said, cool. It sounds, you know. So, and then it was actually, 
I look at it now, and it was kind of a bumpy road then because Chief Leach asked for, uh, or, he, or he asked me if I wanted to you know, go to the police academy, and I said yes. And then that was when, and I believe it was Governor Snyder was in office, and they cut sponsorship to local police departments in the state of Michigan. There was some budget cutting going on. And so what had happened was the, no, it was Governor Engler, I'm sorry. And what happened was one of the state reps um, introduced a bill that, I think it was 5% of traffic revenue could go for police sponsorship. Okay. So, but again, you know how bills go. Sometimes they go very slowly. Right. And because they, they got to, you know, they'll write it and then they'll read it and then they got to go back and fix it. Cash it out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it was taking a while. And this was the summer time that, you know, Chief Leach asked me to go. So for the January Academy, the following year so i kept in touch with the state rep from the, the west side of the state and they were able to come to a conclusion a bill for governor angler to sign but again it was right before the christmas break so he did he signed it and then come january i you know i mentioned to chief leach that hey you know uh, they did approve it of course he had to wait for i believe matt damascus at the time um, to give the okay, yes, it's official. And um, so then you got an old Chief Leach, like I do. He's, he, he sometimes was procrastinating a little bit. Ah. So what I did was I called um, on my own, uh, Macomb Police Academy, and said, hey, um, when do we, because I knew at the end of January the class would start, mm -hmm. the academy. And uh, so I called, and they said, um, well, you got to have it in by today at 4 o'clock. Well, this was already Friday at about 1 p.m. So oh. I rushed in, and I went in, Chief, Chief, you got to get this in. Oh, i got plenty of time. Not Chief, please call. So I'm, I go to the phone, literally give, hand him the phone. He's, all right, all right. So he called, and he reserved two spots for the police academy. So that's how I was able to get in. And, and um, it was kind of interesting how it all worked out because it, it looked like I was going to get in. Mm -hmm. Then they cut the sponsorship fee. Then I had to wait for them to do their business at the state level and then almost missed it Yeah, in, on that Friday. Well, hey, I give you a lot of credit for calling yourself because sometimes, you know, it can be a little intimidating doing that, of going above uh, the person you should be talking to. But good for you, and I'm glad that you, you were able to make it. Um, so I saw uh, that you, I've read a couple of articles on you um, before this. Uh, you were a police officer in Alma, Lake Orion, um, Wayne, but you were, you were higher than just an officer in Wayne. Uh, well, I was a, a deputy. De okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and worked in corrections because okay. that's where they start you off. Gotcha. And I was there for approximately six months and I also worked for the city of Clarkson. That was the other one. Yep. And in each department, Elmont was part-time. Um, so I was working pretty much in, at the same time, almost, well, three or four police jobs. And it was kind of comical because I'd go from one department to the next, and it was like actually the uniforms all, except for the Wayne County Sheriff's Department, um, almost all looked the same, and all I need is Velcro patches to put on <laughs> when I go to work. So, um, so, yeah, there was at the time about three departments, four, that I was working at that time and and again i was looking for that full-time job mm -hmm. and and with clarkson i started in as part-time they did promote me to full-time but the problem was they didn't have i had a wife and a and a, and a newborn and i needed benefits mm -hmm. and the pay was at that time i think it was nine dollars an hour um so wayne county came through and and offered me um you know a better better salary and I my heart was and I was testing with Lake Orion at that mm -hmm. time for full time so my heart was still at Lake Orion so I served about six months at Wayne County mm -hmm. and then that's when um because they also changed the residency from the where you now had to move into the county okay and I had just we had just bought our house in Waterford and because there was no you know 
they had removed the residency for the county. So now I had that to worry about. So then I then Almont came through because Lake Orion had not yet for full time because I was still in the testing mm-hmm. uh, stage. So Almont then offered me under the COPS grant um, to be full time. Well, cop, the COPS grant, and I th- and that came from I think uh, President Clinton. Um, you never knew how long that was going to be, and if the money stopped, if the municipality couldn't afford you then they would lay you off. But my heart was, I mean, it was a 45-minute drive, um, but my heart was still with Lake Orion, and then Lake Orion hired me full-time. And then you worked with um, our former police chief for quite a while, right? Yes, I did. How many well, How many years? Uh, 18, I believe. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, so you mentioned um, your wife and newborn. So what, um, got kids? Got three. Got three? All three right. Girls. Oh, wow. And, and that was the, the, the funny topic of conversation between me and former Jerry Narsh. Did he, you ever clean the guns when the boys came around to pick them up for dates? Well, I, I yes, had them nearby. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> that, that was a pause. I think that was a yes. <laughs> I, they were nearby. My father always threatened to do that, but he never actually did. But he wasn't a police officer. He, he was just an attorney who, you know, had a gun. <laughs> So it wasn't quite as intimidating as I believe it would be if uh, a gentleman caller came and saw you cleaning the gun on the couch. Right. But, but that, the, the joke from, from Chief Jerry was, because um, I got three boys and they're all set for your three girls. So, yeah. So. Well, at least they have something to talk about, you guys. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just me and my sister. I think they, my parents stopped after two girls. They, they didn't want to risk it. For the third. <laughs> so, good for you. Oh, my goodness. And um, so, uh, how old are they? Well, my oldest is 30 in August. So, that's, she's 31. My middle one's 26. And my youngest is 19. Are they still in local, or did they move out? Move out? Yeah, they're still local. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I've been married now for 33 straight years. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, thank you. That's, uh, I think we're, oh, eight, seven, eight. I think we're eight. I, you know what? My wedding band has the date of my, the wedding on it, and I can't wear it because I, you know, gained a little weight in those uh, past eight years. So uh, I think it's about, I think it's about eight years. So that's amazing, 33. Yeah, and especially in this job, mm-hmm. you know, with weekends working, nights working, missing birthdays missing holidays, uh, special events. It, there, there can be a strain, but it all comes down in communication mm-hmm. and, and, again, working through the problems that come up and be willing to listen and to one another. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I don't think, um, you know, you, as a layperson, I don't think I would, you know, necessarily think, oh, yeah, you're always missing – you know, nights and weekends and everything. So what is a normal schedule for, for you? Well, and, I, and I'd say normal, and I understand that it's, it varies. Well, when we first started out at Lake Orion Police, we were actually the full-time schedule. We were 30 days on days, and then we'd go 30 days on afternoons, and then we'd go 30 days on midnight. Then, because of the doing it every 30 days, kind of was taxing on our systems. Mm-hmm. So then we ended up going to 90 days. So there'd be 90 days you'd work the day shift, then 90 days on afternoons, and then 90 days on midnights. So it depends on where things fell. Now, the other thing, too, is we also depend highly on our part-time staff. Mm -hmm. And there are some times that you just can't find somebody to work. So as a full-time officer, sometimes you're forced in to work that shift because you're Again, we're a twenty-four-seven operation, right? Right. So we we just make it, we just make it work. So, how uh, what does the uh, PD office look like now? The the department, how many officers, how many support staff? What what does it look like now? Okay, so what we have now is now I am finally up to full staff with full time. I got four full time officers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's myself, Lieutenant Stanfield, uh, Officer Loomis, and then she's the first. Woman full time uh, LOPD yes. officer? Yes. 
We had a couple of part-time officers mm-hmm. and reserves, but she's the first one in Lake Orion history, full-time female officer, which, and she's totally qualified, mm-hmm. right? which is a really bonus, a big bonus on it. And then uh, Officer Sean Brown, who came from Oxford. Okay. Uh, we have well, currently 10 part-time relief officers to help out. Um, we have an uh, ordinance officer, and we have about 13 volunteer uh, reserve officers. Okay. And we also have a full-time clerk. So that pretty much rounds out our department. Gotcha. Well, uh, well, I'm happy to hear that you are fully staffed. I know that that was, you know, it's hard to get full staff, especially right now during the pandemic. So good. Um, I remember, uh, oh, probably seven years ago, six or seven, um, my purse got stolen while I was grocery shopping at Kroger. And, uh, you know, everybody at Kroger was, you know, helping. And it ended up one of the cart boys ran after him and I got my purse. I said, if I was your mother, I'd kill you. But as the woman whose purse you just brought back, I really appreciate it. But I remember um, the LOPD coming right over, you know, making sure everything was all right. And then that um, afternoon, evening, I, I got a call personally from you guys saying that you you caught the the person. So, you know, it was very fast. And I just looked at my husband. I'm like, that was quick. That was really quick. And he's like, yeah, I mean, that's what you get when you have a, you know, a small village uh, boutique police department. And then I remember this past summer when we had Picasso around here um, spray painting. That was one of the big, uh, that was actually huge. And that was a lot of property damage. But one of the proper pieces of property that was damaged was my car. Somebody had spray painted uh, an arc on the hood of my car. And you actually gave me a ride back to my car after I reported it. But that was really quick. And, you know, everything was done very, very fast. So thank you to you and your officers. And I'm glad that you're full staff because um, I guess that just means you're going to be even quicker and on top of things even more. I hope so. Yeah. No, I've had. <laughs> and that's what we've tried. I've had great experiences with you guys. So thank you for that. And. Um, I know uh, you you had to hit the ground running when you were um, when you became police chief. You had the I call them the spray paint Picasso, but that happened, and then you had the the tower fall down. The um, and all the power went out in downtown for what was it an evening or two? Yeah, yeah. What what was the tower again? That that was trying to remember. Oh, it was the um, the pole that was back behind the art center. Yes, it was. Yep, it, and it blew out the transformer. And I remember <laughs> that night because um, my shop was next to Wine Social at the time, and I was over there, and I went over there, and I was like, "You guys did something? Did you like bust, uh, you know, the power or something?" And you came door to door and said, "You know, let everybody know." which I found to be fantastic because, I mean, who knows what's going on and, you know, theories and all that stuff come start happening and people get angry. But I thought that you did a fantastic job. Um, one, you had to introduce yourself. And two, you had to let us know what had happened. And you did not have, you know, fantastic news about when it was going to come back on. So you did a great job doing that. So thank you for that. Um, and then you had the pandemic. So how has it been uh, getting all these curveballs in the first a year. Well, it was nerve Well, I mean, just getting promoted. Mm-hmm. Listen, and he's going to be mad when I say this, but, you know, the former chief, you know, is like, he's, he's an icon. Okay. Um, I've learned a lot. And I, and I would, and I told him, and he, he's going to get mad again. I said, oh my gosh, I feel sorry for the, the chief that's going to follow you because you got such big shoes. And he's, ah, so, you know, and he heard it. From me a lot and he, he just gets so mad at me he says no he says when you're in that position just be you mm-hmm. okay and not worry about what i did or this or that so so it was a little nerve-wracking at first because again these shoes were so big in my mind mm-hmm. okay and i'm sure to a lot of people and can i you know walk in those same shoes and and jerry kept telling me no you walk in your own shoes um again just do what's best for lake orion and the police department so 
yeah, it was a little nerve wracking. And of course, I think I was promoted finally on February, I believe it was 24th at the council meeting. And then what, less than a month later, we get the world's worst pandemic. Right. And, but you know, I have to take my hat off to Lake Orion. Again, the business owners, the people of Lake Orion, they have suffered so much just like everybody else, but more so the business people. And they really, you know, they stood up and did what they were told to do. Whether it was right or wrong, they did it. Mm -hmm. We had very few problems. Um, We did our best to try to help what we could do on our end. Um, And it was just really a a quiet year. It was more or less the issues that, well, keep your department safe. Mm -hmm. Um, We were real, I have to thank Oakland County uh, Emergency Management. Uh, When when I asked for the PPEs, Mm -hmm. we got them immediately. Oh, that's good. So we got the masks, we got the gloves, we got gowns, we got the shields. Ford, I think actually donated the, um, the shields to us. Um, so I implemented a procedure that uh, if an, when, an, when you had two officers, one going and one coming on, um, we'd brief each other. So what it was is they would use their phones. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the leaving, exiting officer would then spray down his workstation, the patrol car, um, and then when the other guy came in, he would do the same thing keep the station safe mm-hmm. um they were requested to wear their ppe when necessary so um we survived it we didn't have to close the police department down i worried about that mm-hmm. um i didn't want to be one of those departments that you totally had to close down but all the officers came into work nobody called off um so they did everything humanly possible to try to keep the people of Lake Orion and, and even the visitors of Lake Orion say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it went, it went well, um, considering, um, the only big thing as a chief is when you start getting the executive orders and then you have to try to dissect the constitutionality of those orders. Mm-hmm. And so with it, I think I did a pretty good job with that, uh, deciphering what, what I can enforce, what I can enforce. Um, so all in all, uh, the people behaved well. Um, a lot of areas were looking at uh, increase in alcoholism, mm-hmm. um, uh, health, uh, mental health calls. Yep. And and we kind of escaped that. We had a few, but not. We were not overwhelmed. Gotcha. So we went well, you know, during the pandemic. Gotcha. Um, well, you have a couple of awards. As well, the uh, policeman's public servants. Uh, so I saw a citation. And I'm like a citation, but that's an award. Yes. yes. So um, from the National Veterans of Foreign Wars, you got that in uh, 2014 or 15. Yeah. Ringing a bell. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've just won so many. I, I I'm pretty sure that's the right year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what are what are lifesaver awards? You got two of those. That is where you bring somebody back to life. It was a CP, both of those were CPR runs. Um, the first one, a gentleman had at one of the local um, coffee shops um, fell to the ground when I arrived on scene. wasn't breathing, hadn't didn't have a pulse. Uh-huh. And what I did was immediately started CPR, and we were able to get a pulse back getting breathing, putting him in on a cot, getting him in. The Orient Fire arrived with their gear also, and we were able to get him transported to the hospital, and, and he survived. And then the, the latest one was the subway. It was at Subway, same thing. I first got there first. Um, the gentleman had no pulse, wasn't breathing, was laying there. Um, then I started CPR. Orient Fire arrived on scene. And we just worked together, and, and we brought him back. So those are the lifesaver awards that you would get. It's when somebody or you, you did something to pretty much save a life is what it is. So you're all, you're, I see that you have the medical pin above your. Um, yes. And do, so does everybody go through that training? Yes, we are. We, actually, Orient Fire has been really good for us. Um, 
we'll go through first aid CPR training. And right now, I think it's every couple of years, I think our, our cards are good for 12. So, yes, all our officers go through that training. Okay. And then, well, now that we're looking at your pins, the one underneath, it's a blue and red triangle. Well, the, it's a square with the, yeah. What's that one for? That is for uh, years of service. Oh. So up to 30 years. So you got you to wait 30 years to get the, the blue and the red? Yeah. All right. And then you got the Orient Area Chamber of Commerce Employee of the Year Award in 98. So what was that for? Well, it, that was when the chamber, if I recall, that was a while back. Yeah, yes. I, I, I see these memes online. It's like, you know, you're getting older if you, if it's, it's still, you still think of 1990s as being 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, what I, if I recall what that was, is the Chamber of Commerce, uh, Orion, mm-hmm. um, does a yearly or did a yearly, um, you know, citizen of the year kind of thing, and or business of the year and stuff like, or an employee of the year, mm-hmm. kind of thing. and so somebody not sure who did, but some people nominated me um, from, I guess some of the services that I, you know, did with them or whatever, and and um, so that's how I got not, and they picked out of, I'm sure, unless it was one. <laughs> There was just one, we'll one nomination. No. But, but uh, yeah, so that's how I got nominated. Well, yeah. and, and then it also said that you had a, numerous other citations or awards yeah. throughout your career. Well, that's, that's pretty impressive. I don't get any – well, I, I did get the best boutique, but, you know, you don't get an award all the time, especially when I was a uh, practicing attorney. I never got an award. Barely got a thank you. Well, we get we get put into sometimes situations that, again, it's going over and above. Jerry always looked at Chief Jerry. Um, anytime you went over and above, you know, uh, uh, duties, he would issue a citation to the officers. You know, you're normal. Yeah, you know, do this or do that. But it's when you it's when it's really big when citizens and and that's where we get it from is. When the citizens will either write a, a nice letter or call the chief and say, hey, this officer, you know, did this for me, didn't have to do this. And so that's huge. When you can get citizens to, again, it's tough to write a nasty gram, let alone a nice, you know, letter. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's where a lot of that comes from. Gotcha. Well, you went above and beyond during the pandemic, the LOPD and the fire department, because you guys um, started going around and helping kids celebrate their birthdays. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, it it started with a phone call. Mm -hmm. Um, A lady lived in the township of Orion, and she asked if we were doing something like that. And I said, well, not really. She said, well, the city of Rochester, because I don't want to take Total claim for this. Um, the city of Rochester was doing it. And she read. And um, I said, well, I said, listen, you live in Orion Township. We're the village police. But um, I gave them a phone number to contact the sheriff's office and see if they'd be willing to do it. Well, then I thought this was such a great idea. Um, so I contacted uh, Lieutenant uh, Dan Toth and John Pender with the fire department. And the three of us started communicating about it. And we actually all three came together and said, you know what, let's do this. So it was the LOPD, the um, Lake Orion Fire Department, and who was the third? The Oakland County Sheriff's Department. Okay. And it was great to be able to work as a team of the three of us. And so we uh, decided to do it. And so I said, all right, well, I'll put it. Well, actually, yeah, I I put it on the Facebook police page mm-hmm. and in the first 20 minutes uh, i think we ended up with 96 requests <laughs> wow so what air so you guys would like drive by in your cars and the um fire trucks and stuff yeah with your lights on and everything yeah. to celebrate birthdays for these kids because every this was 
during the spring summertime, right? Yes, it was in the spring. Yeah. When we were really like shut down, shut down. You could roll like four bowling balls down uh, downtown Lake Orion on the sidewalks and found down both sides of the roads, and you wouldn't hit anything. Right. So yes, so. it was uh, April. I think April we started that, mm-hmm. and um, and then and I, I hate this because I'm going to forget somebody, but we had you know I know cookies and cream, mm-hmm. and I know the Raggards and and a lot of businesses, Tim Hortons and Culvers. And knew we were doing this, and they donated, like, gift certificates. Um, the Riggers even uh, chocolate bunnies mm-hmm. uh, bought a whole bunch, you know, for us to hand out, um, which we couldn't hand out. But right. what I did was found a, we got sandwich bags, and we'd put those little gifts in the, the, the brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. And I would put it, when I was able to do it, I'd put it on the hood of my patrol car. And then I, we went out and bought a poster board that said happy birthday on it, put balloons and stuff, and I'd put a string and hook it to the, my uh, spotlight. And I'd drive up, and there was a nice birthday sign, and, and I had the bag on the hood of the car and so they could you know get their little gift. And, again, so many local downtown businesses donated. And, mm-hmm. again, in these horrendous times, you know, where they're closed, they were they were giving and mm-hmm. that was such a great idea. So so yeah, the the fire department and the sheriff's office and us we you know conversed. There were times that they did it on their own. We didn't have a car available, and there were times that or they or it was their choice. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes some of them the families only wanted a police car. Sometimes some families wanted a fire truck, and then some asked, "Hey, can we have both?" So yeah, so we we did that for. Almost all the way until I think July first. Then we started picking up. The sheriff's office started picking up. Mm-hmm. The fire department on calls, and so we kind of had to start putting an end to that. Yeah. How many kids do you think you celebrated with? I would say probably we were close to at least two hundred. Wow. Wow. Easy. And that was all over Oakland County, or did you guys focus? Orion and Lake Orion. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. we did. The village had the, the fewest, uh-huh. but the township had many more because there's more people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, no, we we did it for the village of Lake Orion and Orion Township. So 200 kid, lucky kids got got it just in this, this area. That's amazing. That was, I'm sure that was very um, fulfilling for you and your uh, your team. The, the phone calls from the parents afterwards was where it was so overwhelmed. I mean, I was, when... I mean, there were times I hung up the phone. I had tears in my eyes because the parents said, if you only saw the joy, the smile mm-hmm. um, that you folks put on their faces. When they were planning on birthday parties, I mean, listen, I mean, the part of me that wanted to do this so much was the kids were in school, and then suddenly it was the day it stopped. Yeah. It was it. The world stopped. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go to school. Kids had birthday parties planned. Had to cancel birthday parties. Kids couldn't go out and play on play sets. Um, we had to rope those up. It was weird. It was like the day. And then, I mean, you could see the parents were having some problems with this. But, you know, we know kids, they can get through a lot. Mm-hmm. But still, it was tough on them, too. And, and all we wanted to do was bring a smile to everyone's faces the best way we could. It was, seeing the smiles was just priceless. Well, I'm sure a lot of kids will probably uh, go into law enforcement because of that. It's the, those little things that really uh, influence what, what they want to be when they grow up. So, thank you for that. All right. Um, going back real quick to your department and how it's made up, there are... Um, when it, in summertime, there's a police boat that's out on the lake, correct? Yes. And um, is that Lake Orion PD or is that uh, Oakland County? Or, or does both come out? We both do. Okay. Basically, Oakland County Sheriff's Department, they have their own marine division, and they do put out um, a lot of the busy lakes is where they try to put their boats on the lakes. And then the lakes that are not so busy, <clears throat> they all used like they call it the jump boats. 
Um, Chief Nars, um, we knew we had a, with our islands, we knew we had a, a problem because if we ever got a call to Victoria Island or Romance Island, mm-hmm. um, again, or if we had to get out on the lake, we would have to commandeer a boat. Um, I mean, there were many times at the end of Highlands, there um, there would be some boats there. That um, sounds so intense. You'd have to commandeer a boat, like run up. We need this boat. Yeah. I mean, you, you would. You, you, if somebody had a boat on shore, you'd say, hey, can we, you know, grab yeah. a boat and go out? Um, it even got to a point that in the middle of the night, okay, you would have loud parties on Victoria Island. And we had to get out there to kind of quiet it down or mm-hmm. whatever. And there were some council members that would allow, you know, we'd use their boat. I mean, they'd, we'd call them and, yeah, we'll take you out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, there were some residents that would do that too, the ones that would complain. But I didn't like doing it. I didn't want to bring them into the situation. Um, and there were times I found a rad, rattly old rowboat with oars. And there was one time I had to go out at 4 o'clock in the morning for loud music. And it had one oar in it. So I'm doing one oar and trying to oh my goodness. Victoria Island at 4 in the morning. Oh. And, of course, I get out there. And I knew the individual because we were there many a time. Uh-huh. And we've had many dealings. And, oh, okay, I'll turn it down. So, wrote him a ticket because we were out there numerous times. He knew better. <laughs> and so I would not, I got back to almost shore, and he, ra- he turned it back up again. <laughs> so, there I go in this little old rowboat at 5 o'clock in the morning when it's dark out. So yeah. And with a row, you know, with an oar trying to get out there. But, anyways, um, you know, Chief Nars felt it was a liability that, we got to get out there as mm-hmm. quickly as possible. So, and council, because we used to have a boat. We had one before I started. Um, there was a father and daughter who were part-time officers mm-hmm. who actually, it was back when Sea uh, Ray um, was up in Oxford, and they donated the village police department a boat. So we had one before 19, I started 87. So... Jerry wanted to get back to that and also maybe be a presence out on the lake. So, mm-hmm. yes. And along, you know, the extension uh, I'm giving. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yes, we do have a boat, and we try to – we'll share the waters with the sheriff's department. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because um, I live on the lakes, and so we, we see both of those boats, um, the LO boat and then the um, uh, Oakland County Sheriff. So uh, – when do you guys normally start going out on the lake? Well, we're hoping to get uh, the boat out. Well, we were thinking maybe the first week of April, mm-hmm. um, depending on the weather is going to chill off a little bit. But uh, now there are some people putting boats in the water. Um, My husband included. <laughs> and we're, yeah, we'd like to get it in within the next week or two. Gotcha. And uh, have it ready. All right. Well, all right. So now... We come to the part of the podcast where I pick three random questions to ask you. And as a thank you for doing that, you can pick a random question to ask me. However, they're all out of order now, so I'm just going to pick three, and then I'll pick uh, one for you to ask me. All right. Oh. All right. Please, Chief Rossman, how do you measure success? Okay. If I can satisfy the people I serve and my officers. Um, I believe that's, you know, success. And if I, because I'm a big warrior. I mean, when it comes to um, if I'm doing the job right, if I, if I can go to sleep at night knowing, I see that as success also. But mainly, I like to hear feedback mm-hmm. from the community. I serve, and when when I hear positive feedback from the community and my officers, I feel that I've done my job. All right. And then, what was your favorite TV show as a kid? <laughs> well, going back, there were many cop shows back in the day. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Um, but I think the one that I really liked was Hill Street. 
Okay. Um, I think it shows police in a more realistic in that time era. It, I think, uh, you know, I mean, there was chips and there was the rookies and stuff like that, but um, Hill Street Blues seemed like it really showed the realistic side of law enforcement. Just like 21 Jump Street. That, that showed a realistic um, view of uh, police officers, right? Like, you know, you know, the... Never caught it. Oh, Johnny. No, I, I was I was joking. <laughs> Johnny Depp uh, plays, uh, and his his team are uh, younger cops that look like they're, you know, high school age. So they go to the high schools and, um, you know, go undercover. So I always thought that that might have been more realistic, but I, I guess it's not. So, okay. So... The next, the third question that was that's another childhood question, so I'm going to grab another one. I'm 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 breaking my own rules. That's okay. Let's All right. <laughs> so can you read that one? All right. There's a glass. Yeah, I forget yeah. that. Okay. Uh, what was the worst question you have been asked during a job interview? Are you going to have children? Which the people are not allowed to ask you that, but I did get asked that. I was like 25, first law job, so I answered. I don't remember what I answered, to be completely honest. I, I did something or other, but I was the scariest person um, to hire at the time because I was recently engaged, and we were going to get married that year. So, you know, I understand that people take a risk, but they were not supposed to ask me that question. Well, you see where we've now, how far we've come. Mm-hmm. You can't ask that. Right. Well, you couldn't ask it at the time. This was only like, what, 10 years ago? Yes. So, I'm not, I'm, geez, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, you're not. All right. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, so, your third and final question is, what was the last accomplishment you celebrated that comes to mind? Oh. Um, well, when was your anniversary? Com- well, that's coming up in September. Okay. Uh, well, being becoming chief. Um, you know, um, which it's funny when I first got into this job, I, you know, I just want to be an officer and then you become a Lieutenant and then now chief, um, in your town, mm-hmm. um, this is still, this town is very dear to me and to be able to serve your hometown. And then now you're at the top spot. Um, Wow. Uh, to me, that's really great. Is your wife uh, Lake Orion born and raised? No, she's from uh, Waterford. And actually what was funny was when Chief Jerry, um, he, he grew up over by Lake Oakland mm-hmm. in Drayton Plains. Well, that's where I currently live is off of Lake Oakland in, Dr- in the old Drayton Plains. Uh-huh. So, but no, she was uh, from Waterford. And um, When did you guys meet? How, how did you guys meet? Well, we met at the old Pontiac Mall at the SS Kresge. Okay. I was the stock boy at the time, and she worked at the service desk, and and that's where we met. Uh, now, who asked who out? Well, that was the funny. Well, it had to be one of my coworkers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too shy. And our first date was actually a Halloween party. Uh-huh. Do you remember what you went as? No. <laughs> Do you remember but, what she went as? Uh, I think a genie. Oh, okay. So, okay. But, but she, she, but we'll have that conversation. She says, you know, because they were all went on a hayride, so we got there a little late. So all we did was talk. Mm-hmm. And she says, wow. She said, you you talked about being a police officer, and I wouldn't. And and again, I wasn't a big fan of police officers at the time, and never thought that I would ever be involved with a police officer. And uh-huh. she says, wow. And. Oh. How we met. All right. So anything else we should know? Oh, actually, I do want to ask you, um, because I, I know this has been brought up at a lot of village council meetings and all that, uh, and we have a few more minutes, so I'm going to pick your brain on this one. Um, there's been a lot of parking. Um, there's a, been a lot of confusion around parking uh, because it's just, you know, one of those things. I'm pretty sure every community has issues with parking. Now, uh, in downtown, 
what are the rules for the streets, like the parking on the streets in front of the, the um, uh, businesses? Yeah, well, what the rule of thumb is, is downtown, South Broadway, North Broadway, mm-hmm. East and West Point, downtown, especially in and even front um, and uh, part of Shadbolt, is, again, it's two-hour parking for everybody else, you know, the customer. Okay. Employees are not allowed or business. Any, you can you can load and unload. Okay. And it's 30 minutes. Okay. But employees and business owners are not allowed to park downtown because we on want, those on those on streets. Those streets. Yeah. They're they're designated parking lots. Uh-huh. Um, but that's the downtown streets are for our customers. Okay. And so, unfortunately, um, not sure exactly why there's so much confusion with that, um, but that's that's the thing. We just we want more areas for our customers because, again, you know, we a lot of customers. And, and, and it was interesting that every place I worked, um, like I moonlight lighted at the Palace of Auburn Hills and Pine Up, and even there, the employees had to park at a distance. Right, and so the the, the paying customer um, would always get the prime spots. Gotcha. And even at Pine Knob, we were over in a grassy or a, a, a gravel parking lot, which was almost near Sashamal Road, <clears throat> and we'd have to walk in. So, and every business I worked for, um, where they had their own property, the employees were all told to park out in the parking lot away. And we reserved the closer spots for our customers. Okay. And now going into the residential areas, uh, again, I'm bringing this up because this was brought up at village council meetings. Um, like uh, parking by the the lake, um, for instance, Heights Road. Yeah. And then on um, Bellevue, yeah. parking on the, the side of the road that, that goes into the lake. What are the rules for that? For in general, for that kind of an area, that's um, village owned. Yeah. So, by the road on the side of the lake. Right. That's public right of way. So, when it, we're not allowed in public right of way, the the store trailers, boat trailers. Um, now vehicles can park along there, mm-hmm. but they they got to be operational. Okay. Meaning and plated properly. Okay. So. I mean, people can park along there if they like. They're not, they would be deemed, their vehicle would be deemed under Michigan state law um, a, a, an abandoned auto, which is if a vehicle sits for more than 48 hours, okay. the state considers that, especially in public right-of-way, as an abandoned auto. So you're not supposed to have docks, um, boat hoists on, on village property. Okay. And... I mean, a lot of people do have that, and that will be, you know, discussed, I'm sure, in, in length later, because um, I don't even know the answers to some of those questions. Uh, but, okay, so 48 hours, you know, for the that parking, generally speaking, for the parking on uh, by the lake, that's the village property, that's, that's 48 hours, no um, untagged vehicles, they have to be licensed. There has to be a license plate on them, and uh, boats, trailers, that stuff don't don't leave them there. Right. Okay. And I know that part of that is because, like on Bellevue, that road, that that um, ridge is starting to fall down, and it's dangerous. Is that correct? Further down. Yeah. Yes. Further down. down. Yeah. Right about West Point. Okay. That little area there is is um, hazardous. Gotcha. Okay. Actually, I went down the hill. <laughs> pictures so because it's very narrow if you open the passenger door you could go right down the hill down to the lake gotcha gotcha all right um any other um public service uh, announcements you want to make with regards to you know parking or um residential or uh, commercial no i think for the most part i mean we're trying to get our parking agents out there now mm-hmm. um we did have one retire this was last weekend um, he's going to be going to the Michigan State Police Academy here, I think, uh, in the next few months. Um, now, my the parking 
it's there. We'll get we'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's probably an issue in most communities. So it's always been an issue ever mm-hmm. since I've been here. And um, I mean, when I went back, they used they had parking meters. So and the ordinance, the parking guy would go and collect the change from the parking meter. So gotcha. then they took them out and and wanted more free parking for the customers. So now my my biggest thing going forward is if I can address that. Watch our speed. Um, right now, if anything, we're seeing an increase in traffic violations. Okay. People running stop signs, people um, running red lights and speed. Um, we're out there. Um, we are, I, for some reason, and we got a, we're getting a high number of traffic crashes. Um, so <clears throat> just, I know we're starting to open up. And I know it's starting to get warm out and people get excited about that on top of everything. You know, the biggest thing is we'll get asked to do radar enforcement on some of our local streets. And, my gosh, it's some of our own people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just asking everybody, just kids are out there, our elderly people are walking, there's more people getting out. Um, you know, please slow down. Please, you know, um, you know watch the stop signs, the lights. Yep. Any other big thing is lock your doors at night. Uh, your car door. Um, our biggest crime on larceny from autos are from unlocked vehicles. Mm-hmm. And they've told us it's easier to find unlocked vehicles than locked. messing with the lock. All right. Well, I appreciate that insight. And I appreciate you being a guest on our, our show today. Uh, we are just about out of time. So um, thank you. Thank your police department. I know you got a, a couple of new younger um, officers on board with you um, and congratulations to them and we will see you guys about town.